BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Are you ready to move your career forward? Make your comeback with Purdue Global and get college credit for your work, school, life, or military experiences. With these credits, you may have already completed up to 75% of your undergraduate degree. You've worked hard to get where you are. It's time to get the recognition you deserve and earn a degree you'll be proud of. One that employers will trust and respect. When you take the next step in your life and career, make it count with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. The following ad is sponsored by Pets Best Insurance Services. Pets come into our lives in many ways. Shelters, breeders, or unexpected encounters. But no matter how you found your pet, they become our perfect match. Unfortunately, finding the right pet insurance plan can be hard. That's where Pets Best comes in. With a little information about you and your pet, Pets Best will recommend a plan that meets your needs and budget. Visit PetsBest.com to learn more today. Your perfect pet deserves the perfect coverage. PetsBest.com. Today's story is about bicycles, bloomers, and finding a way forward. It's also about me, your host, Anupam Kher. But mostly, it's about making you smile. Welcome to Anupam Cares. Chapter 19, Gone with the Shwin. College was an exciting time for me. I had made my way through the Shimla Tunnel, so I was officially an adult. I had thrown myself into college theatre productions and kept landing better and better roles. And I was enjoying my newfound independence. There also seemed to be a lot more girls around. In Shimla, we had separate colleges for Hindi-speaking students and English-speaking students. I obviously went to the Hindi college with my best friend Vijay Sehgal, but nearby, there was an all-girls college for English speakers called St. Beats College. Now to Vijay and me, the girls of St. Beats were goddesses. They were smarter than all the scholars in India. They were more beautiful than any starry night. They could stop a man's heart with just one look. But that wasn't a problem for us because they never looked at us. And of course, that just made us try harder to get their attention. I had a particular trick I used to use. I would pace up and down the mall road, waiting to run into the St. Beat girls. And as soon as a small pack headed my way, I would try to show off my intelligence. I would walk alongside them, fix my dreamy gaze on the sky and then recite something profound in English. Broken, choppy English. For a while, my go-to phrase was Newton's third law, which I had practiced tirelessly. The girls would walk by and I would say, as if thinking out loud, Hmm, yes, to every action there is an equal and opposite reaction. I hoped that this law would hold true for me, 
to my attraction, the girls would have an equal attraction. But alas, it was just the opposite. But that didn't stop me from trying. One day I was walking down Mall Road with Vijay when we noticed a girl from the English school giggling with a boy our age. The mystery boy was leaned up against a bicycle. It was like James Dean had beamed up from Hollywood and landed right here in Shimla. Stylish, stylish. Vijay and I walked away casually, but as soon as we were out of sight, Vijay took me by my shoulders as he did every time he had a big announcement. This time he said, a bicycle, of course, that's what we have been missing. <laughs> as if that was the only thing holding us back from winning over one of those perfect creatures. But at the time, I thought, my goodness, yes, he's right. What better symbol of my newfound adulthood and independence than the bicycle? I whipped my notebook out of my bag and took the most important note I would take my entire college career. Learn to cycle. I underlined it three times. Learn to cycle. Learn to cycle. C-Y, not C-Y-K-L-E, C-Y-C-L-E. It wasn't long before I found a bicycle and got to work. I had this romantic vision of my cycling. Wind in my hair, going wherever I wanted, whenever I wanted. And I thought, maybe I could even have a girl ride on my handlebars. The reality was quite different. Shimla is a very hilly, so there were no real cycling roads. And for some reason, I thought it would be easier to learn going downhill. So I walked my bike to the top of a hill, hopped on and tumbled over my front wheel almost immediately. Let me tell you, I learned very quickly where the brakes were. <laughs> and after a week and plenty of scrapes, I got the hang of it. Unlike me, Vijay was less determined to learn. He stalled for a month before I forcibly put him on a bike. By then, I was feeling pretty confident, so I offered to be his teacher. Vijay, listen carefully. The first day, Vijay refused to get on the bike without me holding on to him. His instinct was to close his eyes every time he gained a little speed, which I scolded him for. Vijay, I remember people in town laughing at us. And I can understand why. Two young boys bickering with each other, one on a bicycle with his eyes closed and the other holding onto the bike like a disappointed father. For the next few weeks, every day after class, Vijay would get on my bike and I would hold the back and walk alongside him. It took a week before we graduated to moving at a brisk walk. Then one fateful day, Vijay was pedaling faster than I could walk. So I lightly took my hands off the bike and Vijay sailed away. After that, we began cycling together often. It was almost exactly as I imagined. I could go anywhere I wanted, anytime I wanted. But I still had no girlfriend to ride on my handlebars. So Vijay and I decided to show off a bit and cycle by St. Beats College. Although we had been practicing for a few weeks, Vijay had one tiny problem with his cycling technique. He could not follow the road. Instead, he would follow his line of sight. Wherever he was looking, he would move. As we wobbled up the roads to St. Beads, a flock of girls walked out of the building. Perfect timing. 
I tried to paddle with as much sophistication as I could. And adopted an air of scholarly interest. I was just about to say Vijay. I was thinking about Newton's second law of motion when I glanced over at my friend. <laughs> Vijay had noticed the women as well, but he did not look very scholarly. His eyes were locked on the group, and he started hurtling straight towards them. The girls screamed and scattered in all directions. But watching Vijay's face, you would think his bicycle had decided to kidnap him. His eyes were as wide as the wheels themselves, and they might as well have been spinning too. I yelled, "Vijay, left, left!" Faithfully, his eyes shot sideways, and as they did, his bicycle cut across the street. But at that moment, a large truck was barreling down the lane. In that instant, I was terrified, and Vijay. He was like a deer in the headlights. His gaze was locked on the truck's front grille. And despite his wishes, Vijay could only cycle towards that mountain of metal coming straight at him. I knew this was not the first impression my friend intended to make. He needed to look somewhere else, anywhere else. I yelled, "Vijay, right, right!" Vijay's eyes turned back towards the side of the road. His head followed his shoulders too. Then the bike's handlebars swung around. He swerved away in time, except now he was headed straight for the concrete barriers on the side of the road. Huh? <laughs> now there is a reason I have always turned to Vijay for advice. My friend is wise. And caught between a truck and a hard place, he decided to forge his own path. With the whole street watching, Vijay aimed straight for the mounds of cement, and with all the grace of a true athlete, he somehow flew through the space between them. <laughs> and went head first into a ditch so this scheme ended as all of my romantic misadventures with vijay did neither of us won the girl but we made a memory that we continue to laugh about today I still love to cycle and even now I relish the feeling it gives me that joy and feeling of freedom the world looks different from a bicycle and I want to tell you the story of a woman who felt similarly in the spring of 1894 a young woman stood outside the Massachusetts state house and announced to a crowd of hundreds that she would cycle around the world her real name was Annie Cohen Kopchowski But after a big announcement, a local water company called London Dairy Lithia Spring Water approached her with an advertising opportunity. They would give her hundred dollars if she put a promotional banner on her bike and change her name to Annie London Dairy during her travels. And so, on June twenty fifth, eighteen ninety four, with just a change of underwear and a revolver, Annie London Dairy hopped on a bike. and headed west traveling the world on a bicycle under any circumstances is incredible but what was so remarkable about london dairy was she had barely ridden a bike before she sat on a bicycle for the very first time only days before her trip and she had only taken two short rides before she departed but the journey was about more than just proving her own ability london dairy 
was doing this for all women. You see, by London Dairy's account, she had gotten into an argument with a well-known businessman. As he talked, he insisted that men were mightier than women, which London Dairy disputed strongly. So he started rattling off the accomplishments of men, including Thomas Stevens, a cyclist who had travelled the world on a bike almost a decade prior. The businessman noted that no woman had made a comparable journey, and according to him, no woman could make a comparable journey. So London Dairy made a bet: if she would travel the world with her bicycle in 15 months, the businessman would give her a prize, $10,000 in cash. or nearly 300,000 dollars in today's money. London Dairy was a young woman, an immigrant, a wife and a mother. And in 1890s all of these qualities made people doubt what she could accomplish. But she was determined. As she rode off on her bicycle, she vowed to be back in Boston by September 1895. The journey was hard. At the time the roads were mostly dirt. Her bike weighed 42 pounds, which is very heavy by today's standards, and she was having difficulty moving underneath her weighty dress skirts. By the time London Dairy made it to Chicago, she almost turned around. But nevertheless, she persisted. She traded in her clunky bicycle for a lighter one, a men's Sterling Roadster, that was half as heavy as her first bike. She also found a pair of bloomers which gave her the mobility she needed to travel the tricky roads. These upgrades re-energized her and through a loophole in her bed, she made her way to Europe with her bike on board a steamship. Through a combination of cycling and sailing, she made her way from New York to France, and when she finally left Marseille for Egypt, thousands of fans gathered to send her off, including a drum and bugle band. and a gaggle of local cyclists of course any had to finance her travels and according to her great grand nephew she did this by riding through the streets with advertising banners placards and ribbons attached to her bike and pinned to her clothing she was at times virtually covered from head to toe with ads for everything from milk to perfume not only was she an adventurer she was a skilled businesswoman from egypt she went to jerusalem sri lanka then singapore then vietnam she was unstoppable and along the way she had incredible adventures some true and some perhaps exaggerated according to new york times london dairy delighted crowds with tales of her adventures that reporters across the world dutifully reported one was that she had been waylaid by bandits in france another that she had hunted bengal tigers in india and still another that she had traveled to the front lines of the sino japanese war where she was shot in the shoulder she claimed at various times to be a harvard medical student a lawyer and often the founder of a newspaper and an accountant then finally in march 1895 she circled back to the united states she docked in san francisco took off over the golden gate bridge and headed back east In the weeks before the September deadline, London Dairy was apparently knocked over by a drove of pigs and broke her wrist. But even that did not slow her down. She just put on a cast and kept going. 
In September, she pedaled back across Boston lines right on time. She won the bet. She got her $10,000 prize. And to all those that doubted her because of her gender, well, she proved them wrong. In the years that followed, bicycles became an important part of the feminist movement, giving women the freedom to move and travel. Suddenly, they no longer needed a man's permission or help to get around town. As London Dairy would later write in her newspaper column, The New Woman, I am a journalist and a new woman. That term means that I believe I can do anything that any man can do. Some might say she did it better. That's it for today's episode. I'm Anupam Kher. Be kind to yourself and thank you for listening. Anupam Cares is a production of iHeartRadio. I'm your host, Anupam Kher. Our executive producer is Mangesh Hatikudur, senior producer, Julian Weller, associate producer, Morgan Lavoy. Sound design and mixing by Julian Weller and Dan Bauza. Music by Aaron Kaufman. Production support from Emily Marinoff and Mary Dew. Writing by Lucas Riley, Matt Riddle, Margun Lavoy and Julian Weller. Lucas Riley and Matt Riddle are our story editors. Thanks to Sikin Paru, Herman D'Souza, Godwin Amana, CDM Studios, Connell Byrne and Bob Pittman. No one likes to talk about money. Am I saving enough? Can I buy a house? Am I paying too much in taxes? Will I be able to retire? What if you could unlock insights about your finances in less than five minutes with a clear picture of where you stand today and where your money can work harder? Now you can. Visit facet.com to take the free quiz and get your financial wellness score today. That's F-A-C-E-T.com. This ad is sponsored by Facet. Facet Wealth Incorporated is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You deserve to treat yourself. So turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's Unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk Extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount.